Hello, welcome to 15 minute sermon. I'm excited to have you here. All right, let's pray a short prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you praise and glory. Thank you for another opportunity to learn from your word. We ask that we'll be instructed in righteousness. We are edified by your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, welcome once again. Okay, so um, we are continuing the series Christian Conduct. Um, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. All right, God expects us to walk in forgiveness. Forgiveness, we must learn to forgive. Okay, so let's read uh, John chapter 3, verse 16. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. Uh, and it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Alright, this is a very important scripture. I dare say one of the most important scriptures in the entire Bible. Because just in a few sentences, alright, we see the eternal purpose of God. We see God's heart towards the world, how he, 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 he loves the world. And we can come to a simple conclusion, <clears throat> excuse me, that Jesus is God's love gift to the world. The proof that God loves the world is Jesus Christ. Is a gift of Jesus to us. Alright? God proved his love to the world. He proved his love to the world by sending his son to die for the sins of mankind. And he says anybody that believes, anybody, anybody, whosoever believes in him, whosoever places trust in Jesus Christ, that person would have eternal life. Hallelujah. This is beautiful. Beautiful. Alright, so let's go into the subject for today, forgiveness of sin. Okay, so we're going to be examining a story. Alright, or rather a parable that Jesus told his disciple following a question that uh, Peter asked him. Okay, so we're going to be reading from Matthew chapter 18. I am hopeful we'll have enough time to cover all that we need to cover in this episode. Uh, so we're going to be reading from the New Living Translation, Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 through to 33. I'm using the New Living Translation for easy understanding. All right, so let's go into it. Uh, and it says, it said, then Peter came to him, that is, he came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? Then Jesus replied, he said, no, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Interesting. Then verse 23. He said, therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king. This is Jesus talking. Who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who had borrowed money from him. In the process, one of his debtors was brought in who owed him millions of dollars. Right, so one of his servants was owing him millions of dollars. He couldn't pay. 
So his master ordered that he be sold along with his wife, his children, and everything he owned to pay the debt. So the servant, want, the, the master wanted to sell the guy up, sell him, sell his wife and his entire family so that he could recover his, his money back. All right? And the money was quite much. He said millions of dollars. <clears throat> Excuse me. In verse 26, he said, but the man fell before his master and begged him. He said, please be patient with me and I will pay it all. Then his master was filled with pity for him, and he released him and forgave his debt. But when the man left the king, so the, the, the master, I forgave him, the king forgave him, said, no problem, I forgive you this debt you are owing me. Okay? So, but the man leaves, he said, verse 28, but when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant who owed him a few thousand dollars. Now understand, he was owing his master a few million dollars. Not even a few million dollars. Say millions of dollars. Hmm? And he begged his master, his master forgave him. Yeah, his own his own story. He said when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant who owed him a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. And his fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. He said, be patient with me and I will pay it, he pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put him in prison until the debt could be paid in full. So I'm wondering, how, how do you get your debt back when the person is in prison? How will it work to get the money to give you back? <laughs> That's just me thinking. Verse 31, he said, when some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. Now, why were they upset? Because they were present when the king forgave this their, this their guy, this their fellow servant. When the king forgave him millions of dollars. So I said, then they went to the king and told him everything that had happened. Then the king called him the man he had forgiven and said, You evil servant, I forgive you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Verse 34, he said, let me just read 34 to 35. Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. That's what my heavenly father would do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. Now, so this story Jesus told in response to Peter's question saying how many times should i forgive my brother when my brother offends me he just said 70 times seven and that was just a poetic way of answering him he meant every time forgive every time and he goes ahead to explain he said this is how the kingdom of god is how is the kingdom of god he said 
God has forgiven you a tremendous debt that you hold him. He has forgiven you so much. You have no excuse but to forgive your brother and sister or anyone that offends you. So it tells him that the standard of forgiveness is a standard that is set by God himself. If God has forgiven you so much, you have no excuse. There's nothing any human can do to you that will be as much as what God forgave you for. All right. So he compared the sins, the offenses, <laughs> the tremendous offense you have committed towards God to be millions of dollars. Whatever your fellow servant or fellow brother, sister, you know, does against you, just a few thousands. So, like someone will say, well, I've entered one chance. <laughs> Sorry if you are not in Nigeria. Um, you may not understand what that means. So when you say one chance, you mean like uh, you have entered trouble in quotes. You have entered a situation where you can't escape. All right. You have entered a situation where you can't escape. You just have to do what you are asked to do. Okay. So the standard of forgiveness is the standard God himself has set. Amazing. Right, let's read another text. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30 to 32. And it says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto day, unto the day of redemption. I'm reading from the King James Version. It says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. In verse 32, he said, Be ye kind, and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. So he's telling you, forgive, be kind to one another, be kind to your brother and sister, be kind to people around you, forgive them, even as. Does that story we just read ring a bell? The king asked him, I forgive you if a tremendous debt that you owed, couldn't you have forgiven your fellow servant? That's how God thinks. So when you decide to live in unforgiveness, when you decide to not forgive someone, God is saying, but I forgive you so much. You have no excuse. <laughs> There's no legitimate reason. All right, as far as God is concerned, for you to decide not to forgive another person for whatever thing the person did to you, as far as God is concerned, you have to forgive. He said, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. God forgave you, Jesus Christ paid the price for sins he paid the price okay he paid the price for sins he paid it it was a big and a huge price 
because your sins were great. The sins of the entire world was great. Yet he forgave you. He forgave you. Forgiveness is not an option for the believer in Christ. No. It's a compulsory course. It's a compulsory course. You must forgive. <laughs> you must forgive. Christ forgave you. You know, the Apostle Paul speaking in Romans, uh, I think it's chapter 5. I'm not sure now. I think it's chapter 5. He said, for God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So even when we were in sin, we were not aware, we didn't even ask for forgiveness. <laughs> Christ came to die for us. Okay. We didn't even have enough intelligence hmm? to ask God to forgive. But Christ came to die for us. That's the standard of forgiveness that God has placed for each and every one of us. Let's read the last text. Luke chapter 23, verse 34. This was Jesus on the cross. They had nailed his two wrists to the cross. They had tied him up. He was now on the cross after being beaten and battered, after being flogged severally by Roman soldiers. All right, he was in deep, in deep pain. We hear what Jesus said. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do when they part. I read it again. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Such compassion. How can you be in so much pain? So much pain and anguish and agony. So much physical pain. Yet, you could say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. This is the standard we have for forgiveness. So, this is the standard. We must forgive. We have no choice. We must forgive. God has forgiven us a huge debt. He has forgiven us millions of dollars. Whatever anyone does to us, just a few thousands. So no excuse, no excuse, no excuse. I pray that the Lord will touch your heart today, that you will see and understand the extent of Christ's sacrifice and extend that same grace to others around you. Amen. I hope you've been blessed by this episode. Uh, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Till then, remain blessed.